There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. All right, big day for sports on four different fronts. We got the Reds, we got FC, Joe Burrow, and the Live PGA Golf merger. Start with the Reds. Yeah, a lot went on yesterday as they called up one of our top prospects, L.A. De La Cruz from Louisville. They called him up yesterday. They put him in yesterday. It was so exciting How because fun. the Reds posted a he video. He is tall, but the Reds posted a video on their Instagram page that was kind of like the manager in Louisville being like, where are your bags packed? Like, what are you doing? And he just kind of is looking around the room like, what? Because he's from the Dominican Republic. And I guess he understands English, but he doesn't speak it very fluently. Yeah, he did his major league start. And uh, here's how it went. Smash to right center. First big league hit. And here he goes. Lightning speed. De La Cruz up to second. A stand-up double. Wow. We'll take that. that. We will take that. And it came off the bat at like 112 miles an hour, which is just like the fastest of the season so far. Isn't that amazing? Didn't he? Wasn't it like crazy fast how quickly he got to second base? Oh, yeah. He's quick. Like. He's a hustler. Yeah, he was. And it was great because as soon as everyone got the word that he was coming up, they started like printing out his jersey. Mm -hmm. Tons of fans started going to the game. So it was exciting to see people at Great American Ballpark. Yeah, end of the the game. Reds are down. Matt McClain, one of our other new guys who's turning out to be pretty cool. He is up to bat. And this is what happened. McClain in the air. Great carry to left center. That's down. The Reds That's ended cool. up yeah. winning. They beat the Dodgers. They're going to play again tonight at Great American what Ballpark at 7 What an exciting day. Yeah, yeah. and right. then at the FC game, we're battling in the U.S. Open Cup quarterfinals on top of our normal season play. And this was U.S. Open Cup. We're playing Pittsburgh. We ended up winning 3-1. to one. Uh, I always mess up his name. Barreal. He kicked an incredible goal. Basically, one of the other players is in the corner. They kick the ball out of the corner to their team. It doesn't even hit the ground. And Barreal wails it from way back and it goes boing right in. Kind of, it's going to be the kick of the season. Just incredible athletes. Yeah. So anyway, in general, we won. We're off to the semifinals uh, in uh, 
FC play. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is wow. cool. And then we told you yesterday about the Joe Burrow uh, golf outing that he had, the inaugural first year. We're hearing that they raised almost $1 million that's at amazing. just that golf outing that's pretty for cool. the Joe Burrow Foundation. And then another Joe Burrow news. This came out last night that today they're going to reveal. No, he didn't. I don't know if I'm liking the yeah, long same, hair. Same. I saw a couple sweaty it, press conferences that I was like, I don't know if I like time. it yet. Anyways, I think he needs some product. Um, but <laughs> the other Joe Burrow news is, is that he may or may not be on the cover of Madden 24. Today we will find out who will be on the cover. Of course, everyone in Buffalo is saying it's going to be Josh Allen. Everyone in Cincinnati is saying it's going to be Joe Burrow. What so about we'll, Kansas City? Who was on it last we'll year? We'll find out. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But we'll find out for sure. If it's going to happen, like who it will be today. So we'll definitely keep you updated on that tomorrow. And then there was big, huge, the biggest story for sports yesterday has to be this golf merger. Yeah, the PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan sat down with Yasser Al-Rumayan, who is the governor of Saudi Arabia's public investment fund, and announced a merger. I mean, this is huge. Massive. Uh it really was a literal tremor of the golf world just getting rocked yesterday morning. And uh, PGA Tour and Live Golf will merge. Here is Monaghan on being called a hypocrite during a heated meeting with the players in Toronto. I recognize everything that I've said in the past in my prior positions. I recognize that people are going to call me a hypocrite. And anytime I've said anything, I said it with the information I had at that moment. And I said it based on someone that's trying to compete for the PGA Tour and our players. And so I accept those criticisms, but circumstances do change. And I think that, you know, in looking at the big picture and looking at it this way, that's what got us to this point. Yeah, I guess these discussions have been going on for a long time in secret and no one had any clue, which is why it was such a big shock yesterday. By the way, the public investment fund has over $600 billion in assets and will become a premier corporate sponsor of the PGA Tour, DP World Tour, and other international tours. The commissioner also explaining how supposedly the PGA Tour is in a so-called control position and that unifying with live golf is actually good for the players. It probably didn't seem this way to them, but as I look to our players, those players that have been loyal to the PGA Tour, I'm confident that they've made the right decision. They've wow. helped re-architect the future of the PGA Tour. They've moved us to a more pro-competitive model. As we finalize this process, any player that has stayed is going to realize the money that they're going to make, the strength of this platform, all the things that we talk about are going to put them in a really strong position. They're going to win. They're going to continue to grow. And we're in a control position on their behalf as we move forward in this structure. See, this of, sounds like crap to me, though, because I watched happy. well, I yeah. watched Full Swing, which is the golf, the PGA documentary that's on Netflix. And they talk a lot about live golf versus the PGA and how certain players left a long time ago and they've been making millions upon millions of dollars right. while other people stayed true to the PGA brand. So their whole point is like, if you were going to do this in the end, why haven't we been doing it? From the beginning, it feels like a kick money. in the face. It totally does. Yeah. Not to mention all of the people. We from... stayed loyal to the P PGA, and this is what you do to well, us. Well, yeah, and a lot of families from 9 11 are like, they've, this has been kind of an ongoing theme as well because, you know, it's Saudi Arabia backed money. And so a lot of people that have family members that, perished in 9-11 are like, no, this is ridiculous. There's no way we should be joining forces. Yeah. 
Meanwhile, the PGA sort of, it sounds like, are approaching it as a, as a matter of survival. They just felt like it was a deal that needed yeah. to be done. That's nuts. I hope they do a second season of Full Swing and kind of talk Address to this. everybody yeah. about this. And I have one last thing for golf. Kid named Colin Babowski goes to LaSalle. I hope I said Bobowski, his last. I love it. Hope I said his name right. Uh-huh. Uh, he was in this celebrity VFW golf outing at Austin Oaks on Monday. He had three hole-in-ones. Whoa. Shut the door. Yeah, that's awesome. So what's up, Colin? Wow. That's sports. Q102. Okay. It's 725. Morning showers have pretty much tapered off. Now we're just dealing with that air quality alert, which is still in effect right now as the skies eventually clear this afternoon. We'll see a high around 76. It's 59. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, and in this case, it's like $4,000 worth of really cool prizes. Really super cool stuff. On every level. We got, well, four tickets to the Bourbon and Beyond Festival which is going to be a smash this September in Louisville. Bruno Mars, The Killers, Brandy Carlisle, The Black Keys, Duran Duran, Babyface, mm-hmm. Bastille. I love this. It's just a, what an eclectic mix. The Avid Brothers. Fine. I, I could go on. Those are just a few. Blondie will be there. Anyway, uh, that's just one out of a slew of prizes, including a $1,000 Furniture Fair gift card. $500 to Kroger for grilled products from Queen City Sausage, a $500 Genesis Diamonds gift card. Yeah, got $500 to two of my favorite places, Burns Garden Center, and another $500 to Mitchell Salon and Day Spa. All told, over $4,000 yep. worth of free stuff. Yep. All because you, you chose us. Yeah. Thank you for listening. This is why we do Listener Appreciation Month. It, it's a big, fat thank you. We mm-hmm. dedicate a whole month to it. Like Catherine Kugler, who logged on to WKRQ.com to get registered. Why not? She's been listening. She's a care manager for Humana. She loves Second Date Update. It's definitely convinced her to avoid dating since her divorce. LOL. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Heather Mama, who lives in Mainville, works for the Girl Scouts of Western Ohio, assisting with events and camp. Uh, She loves listening to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Christina Neiser of Morrow uh, is a tri-health physical therapy assistant. Again, another big Jeff and Jen Morning Show fan. And then we got Connie. Hi. You're going to see Charlie Puth. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Just thought great. we'd grab you before you go into your appointment. Wanted to let you know that and that we love you very much. Very much. Oh, yes. thank you. I love you guys. You make my day every, well, I listen to you every day. I, I just, you make me laugh out loud. Oh, thank you for that. All right. Well, we we'll hope be all in goes touch. well yeah, with the I'll, doctor. I'll call you back. Okay, Connie. <laughs> okay. Tell thank all my you. friends at Christ Hospital I said hi. <laughs> I will. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. 
In the meantime, log on to the website, WKRQ.com. Click Listener Appreciation. Uh, just fill out, there's like a little form there, you know, tell us about yourself and we may give you a shout out on the radio and then you're in to win the big grand prize. It's very easy to long. do. Yeah. yeah. 732 Cincinnati's Q102. All right. It's time to give all your friends the two beers and a puppy test. And what is Wiener Coffee Pizza? <laughs> Welcome to Hump Day. It is Wednesday, the 7th of June, 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, nothing worse than being on day 10 of a new job and thinking, oh, God, what did I do? What? what <laughs> yeah. This is a bad situation. Have you ever had that happen? Did you think you were walking into something great? I had like- a, yeah, it was like more of a gig. It was like a DJ gig at a restaurant slash nightclub that a buddy of mine asked me to, to cover for him. And I agreed to do it. And I had a lot of fun and I made a lot of money that night. And then he quit or got fired. I forget what. And so they're like, okay, you're the guy. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm the guy. And after about a week, I was like, oh, God, I hate this. <laughs> you know, the owner was a jerk. And it was just, just bad, bad all the way around. Did you end up quitting? Yeah, but it was easy for me to leave because I had other jobs. I was kind of, That was when I was going through my Tim phase. I had like four or five other jobs. I was working in the movie theater. I was doing part-time in radio. And uh, I was also delivering pizzas at the same time, just trying to bust a nut. But, you know, when it's your full-time job, and this is a career choice. You can't walk away yeah. so easily. And, and, I mean, I've I've heard of, like, healthcare workers who get sued. You know, they sign these contracts, and then they end up quitting or leaving because they're overworked or whatever the reason. And in some cases, I'm just using that as one example where sometimes they can get sued or they, they've signed a non-compete. Now mm-hmm. what are you going to do? You're stuck in a bad situation. Yep. Well, fortunately, some issues can be spotted before you accept the gig. People on social media are talking about the red flags they've noticed while looking for a job. And here are some of the highlights. Any use of the term rock star. (laughs) Tim told me just last night I was a rock star. He said, thanks for being a rock star. I did. (laughs) Should I run out of here now or save it? I thought I was saying something nice. I got to be careful. (laughs) <laughs> if I'm not here tomorrow, you'll know why. Yeah. <laughs> Rock star. Uh, here's here's another red flag. Oh, God, what else did I say? <laughs> Fast-paced environment. Oh, boy. The person that means explained, everybody's overworked. <laughs> it means nobody knows what they're doing, and they're running around like a bunch of idiots. Yeah, it's absolute <laughs> chaos. No one in charge. Yeah. My favorite is salary to be discussed. Every single job I've gone for where their salary wasn't disclosed up front in the interview was severely underpaid. It's interesting. I talk to my friends that, uh, you know, work in, I don't want to say more of a normal type job, but not radio. We'll say not radio jobs. Yeah. And it's always a, it's a, well, this type of job is a, it's a window. It's a moving bar between Thirty-nine thousand and a hundred and forty-six thousand. Wow! <laughs> and so, depending on your years and where you're at, and how far we want to advance you through your course at our at our company, we're going to put you in here at this number. 
at 45. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Or they wow. put them in up at the top and then they never have an opportunity to grow and, until right. ever. Yeah. ever. Like ever they done. have to leave. Yeah. Very frustrating. But in that moment, you're like, well, I guess it's kind of a win because it's more than 39. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about urgently hiring multiple candidates? That means that nobody wants to work there? Yeah. Or they can't retain people. There was an exodus. They can't keep people. Unique challenges. Really? Usually yeah. means constant train wreck. Yeah. <laughs> Unique. That makes it. Must mm. have a bubbly personality. Why? Yeah. Is it that bad over there? Is it that dark? Is it that negative? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they have to work with the public and you, you want to have a... Pleasant. A pleasant demeanor. Yeah. Wouldn't you say Customers that everyone that works here has a unique personality? When I was hired, I was told, uh, I would like to add you to my collection of misfit toys. <laughs> did Jeff that's say that to pretty you? No. <laughs> accurate. The boss did. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a neat way of saying that. And then I got here. I was like, no bleep. She wasn't kidding. <laughs> like, oh, that's unique personalities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's We're the truth, though. Crazy. I don't really know if I've ever worked a job that didn't have unique personalities. Like, every It's person, everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. It is everywhere. It's just our unique personalities are all on a rather loud kind of, you know, it's big personalities. Yes, chatty. Yeah, yeah. Entry-level position requiring three to five years experience? What? I thought it was entry level. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, that means we're not going to pay you very much. Right. Being told an interview. Oh, sorry. I read that wrong. Being told during an interview that they're not looking for people who only come to work for a paycheck because we're a team. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got news for you. I'm here to earn a paycheck. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That's why it's called And anybody work. who says they're not is lying to you. I'm in this business to make money just like this company. Yeah. And, like so let's cut the BS. And I would like to do it in an environment that I enjoy being a part of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I do think that's fair to want that. How part dare of you want a paycheck? <laughs> this is a team. Uh, extremely short or empty job descriptions. Like, you'll wear a lot of hats. <laughs> <laughs> and being hired on the spot may seem exciting. It's like, oh my God, I aced this and they hired me on the spot. Yeah. But it can also be a red flag because if, if you're essentially hired in the first few minutes they speak to you, that could be a sign of very high turnover or worse. Mm-hmm. When I worked at Wendy's Old Fashioned Hamburgers on Dream Street in Florence... I was hired on the spot. It was very exciting. They offered, they did a little interview. They offered me the job. They told me how much money I was going to make. And I said, yes, I'll do it. That's how a rare situation you? where it worked out well. I yeah. know. I was 16. I had just turned 16. I turned 16 June 21st. And I think I started working there like July 10th. Were you excited like about that. going to work as a 16-year-old? No, I wasn't. Um, pretty much my dad put me in the car and said, hey, we're going to get a job today. And that was the first place we stopped. We turned on to Dream Street <laughs> If Wendy's didn't work out, you were just going to the next thing. Yeah, there was, well, there used to not be a Frisch's there. So now it's Frisch's and then Wendy's. So I turned right into the Wendy's parking lot and got out. And this man named John Duffy hired me. I remember like my first little interview, he was asking questions. And then it was like, when can you start? I'm like, oh God, I guess tomorrow. I don't know. 
But I did really learn so much working there. Like, How I, long did you work there? Almost three years. Like I, when I started college, I kind of quit. But um, I will tell you that I, I feel like there's a stigma around people working in fast food or as it's just, and it makes me it's so sad. Yeah. It is not fair because I learned it's, how it's to It's not like, even accurate. No. And I learned how to like prep food and count money, everyday life skills that you need throughout your entire life. It's I a learned, great place to learn those things. I learned by working there. Yeah. Like I used to make salads and I would make chili and how and to dealing with the general public and how to cook hamburgers. Right. <laughs> I mean, for the love, some people can't even do that. And count back change, forget it. No one, no I, one does that not, anymore. Yeah, like if if your total is seventeen thirty three, and I give them twenty and then three pennies, the look on the face is like, what? I, I, type it in, lady. I don't know what Just to do. Type with it that. in and yeah. see what the number is. It's the truth. Yep. Oh. But I would, I would absolutely highly recommend people doing jobs in fast food. I was so excited when I got my first job. It wasn't in fast food, but it was, well, I was schlepping food and you I were, guess I though. was, you know, serving candy and popcorn and, and pouring drinks. And, <laughs> yeah. Would you like buttery flavored topping on that? Yes, sir. I would. Okay. Or <laughs> That'll be 30 cents extra. No, you're on usher duty tonight. Put the jacket on. Yes, sir. Yes. That'll be theater two to the right. Also Thank cleaning. You, Didn't you have to clean there? That theater was the other the thing left. we used to do all After the time. After every single show. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my, my, I would come home, like my, the bottoms of my shoes were just Oh, covered. gross, I bet. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, gum. So gross. Popcorn pieces. Could you imagine? <laughs> well, and just like spilt soda. Yeah, stuff, Which sticky. gets real sticky. Uh, artificial intelligence has been in the news a lot this year, and some people are concerned artificial intelligence will steer will steal their job, invade their privacy, mm -hmm. and basically take over the world. Yeah, be the end of humanity, pretty much. And we have heard that from so many scientists yeah. and inventors who, you know, were a big part of creating this. I'm sure they were in this difficult position of, ugh. Like, we have this technology. If we don't, like, if we don't do it, someone else is going to. So is there any way that we can manage this other than just slap a big fat warning label on it? That said, single people tend to be a lot more chill about AI if it can help them score a date. Of course, if, unless it does something for them. Or potentially the perfect partner to spend the rest of their lives venting about AI with, I, I guess, an online dating app called Flirtini. Have you ever heard of this? Flirtini, no. Flirtini conducted a survey of single Americans aged 18 to 40 to gauge their feelings on AI-related functions in online dating. 69% of single people expressed either positive or neutral interest in adding AI tools into the dating process. Another 69% are fine with AI helping them create a better profile. 61% of users were cool with the prospect of around-the-clock interaction with an AI assistant. And 67% would embrace AI tools that could more accurately help determine a match for them. Huh. I think that would be helpful. Like, you know, when, that would people, be interesting. Go on, when people go on eHarmony and things like that, sometimes they do... It's pretty deep. It's pretty detailed, Analysis. isn't it? Yeah. I yeah. remember when I was single, I started filling it out. When I got to page 15, I was like, I can't do, I don't know anything else about myself to tell you. I'm done. Here's Daryl. He's yeah. a perfect match. Yes. And then you see, you're, you're like, this, this, this is what, will be. 
This is the best. This is the best I'm gonna get. <laughs> this is it. Subscription ended. <laughs> yeah. Or the best. I did have a girlfriend. My girlfriend Erin went on there and she filled everything out and it came up. We have no matches for you. <laughs> she was like, "What? <laughs> How is this even possible? How is that even possible? There are no matches within a hundred mile radius of this eHarmony site." Yeah, I guess it's good at some things and not at others. But for people who call out, say, chat GPT, and they say, oh, this is the worst thing ever, and the answers are wrong, I mean, this thing is only going to get better. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, it, it, more it's scary. in its infant. It, this is its infancy phases. You know, it's not going to be perfect yet, but something tells me it will just exponentially get sharper and, and faster smarter. and smarter for sure. Uh, speaking of artificial intelligence or intuitive intelligence, Apple is going to make it easier for you to drop the F-bomb without being autocorrected to <laughs> duck. What the duck? Yeah. Yeah. They're shifting over to an AI-powered autocorrect, which is tailored to you, not just to a dictionary. The update is not immediate, but it will be in the new iOS 17 which is coming out in a few months. iOS 17? Wow. Yep. My word. Apple software chief just announced the change, joking in those moments where you just want to type a ducking word. <laughs> well, the keyboard will learn it too. Oh, that's good. But if you can't wait until then, uh, you right now, I mean, you can manually adjust your phone's autocorrect settings. It's relatively easy to do. It's yeah. just a few steps. Rich can show you how. <laughs> I'm on it. Yeah. Meanwhile, most kids go through a phase, you know, where they kind of sleep or sleep with a stuffed animal. Sure. And that, that phase can last years. And for some, it even continues into adulthood. Whole oh, life. Yeah. How many? Like the Whoopi, Jen. Remember from Mr. Mom? The yes, Whoopi? the Whoopi. Mr. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> they ask people if they ever regularly slept with a stuffed animal as an adult. Okay. And 23% of people said, yep. Yep. 72% said no. 4% didn't want to answer. I don't so think I take that, that as a yes. Do you feel like sometimes your body pillow is kind of like having a stuffy? Yeah. Could I be. think so. Yeah. I mean, oh, for sure. Because I mean, oh, so then I guess I do. Yeah, yeah, I think you both do. I do. Well, I have a teddy bear. Yeah, I got a big old teddy bear because I sleep on my side and I have my body pillow that's between my knees. I know all those cats and a dog, and you, <laughs> and you have a stuffed animal. <laughs> you still have a bear. Stuffy. That's well, what you hug. Can <laughs> you just grab one of those guys? Oh well, they don't stay there the whole night in one position because it holds up my arm to support my shoulder when I'm laying on my side for the carpal tunnel. For now, I got a jacked up shoulder, oh. so <laughs> I, it's just the way that it rests. It's perfect I used size to, and shape. I think until I got out of college, until I got my first real steady boyfriend. Since I think when I moved in with Scott, I got rid of it. But yeah, I used to have the pillow under the arm or yeah. the stuffy under the arm. Yep, it's a blanket count. Yeah, I think, I think so. You have a blankie. And I have. Made, a, yeah, I got a, an afghan my grandma made for me, and it's like really heavy. I yeah. like that weight on me. Well, and you may think these numbers are heavily skewed toward women, but that's not the case. 22% of men say they have regularly slept with stuffed animals as an adult, while 25% of women say the same. How about that? And this could be a more recent phenomenon because more than a third of people between the ages of 18 and 44 admit to this. Mm. 
Uh, but the number drops to only 14% for Gen X and huh. even less for boomers. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that was kind of like everybody pretty much slept with a stuffed animal as a kid, I feel like, right? Oh, yeah. Sure. yeah. That's a big debate at our house. You have so many. Oh, my gosh. Everybody always wants to give you a new one. Yeah. Okay, if you're one of those easy people who claims they will eat any pizza, this might test your limits. Pizza Hut in Japan has a new limited time menu item called Wiener Coffee Pizza. Wiener Coffee Pizza. Go I on. thought this was going to be an epic game of Mary Do or Die right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It comes topped with coffee sauce and cream cheese and features a crust lined with wiener sausages. Sure. Why not? It also comes with a can of whipped cream to add on top of the pizza if you would like. I'm going to pass on that. It's going to be too sweet, though. Well, think about Skyline Dip. It's cream cheese. It's meat sauce. It's hot dogs. It's cheese. All the good stuff. It's almost the same thing. It kind yeah, of is. Coffee. I don't. Yeah, the and coffee thing I don't get. I don't think I. It's get a on coffee board with that. sauce, so that flavor can be put in a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, I would not like a try mole it. sauce. Yeah, that's I mean, true. I know that's not coffee, but it's got yeah, chocolate in it, right? Sort of pushing that way. Well, Pizza Hut Japan's Wiener Coffee Pizza is tongue in cheek. It is based on a social media joke. Ah, okay. Wiener Coffee is how some Germans refer to Viennese coffee. It's a sweet coffee with chocolate and whipped cream, but some young people, I guess, took it literally. So, I'd so there it. you have it. I think I'd try it too. <laughs> I'd have a piece. I've eaten worse. <laughs> Coming up, we got a brand new second date update. But first, let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.